let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, my brother? Good, thanks to God, man. Fighting fit. Fighting off the COVID. Oh. <laughs> the vid. Vid, man. But we thank God, bro. You got the strength to fight that. Yeah. So yeah, man. Let's fight off. It's like, yeah, we know, you know, having also had to fight that couple last year. Last year, yeah, last year. Like we know, it's not, uh, it's not nice. But oh, we just thank God we got the strength to fight off. Man. For real, man. So keep moving forward. Just keep moving. Forward, keep positive, you know, and do what we do. What we must do. That's it. The news. Bring the news straight into the areas of our streamers, of our listeners, of our followers. Before, hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, hope no one's been too badly affected by the COVID. I mean, obviously everybody has been, but hopefully no worse than you've had to have been. Exactly. Yeah, man. We definitely hope so. There's been quite a bit going on. Been yeah, bro. Again, it's it's just. It's just Love Island, Westminster version. <laughs> Love Island, bro. This is just loving, loving, what loving politics, bro. Loving, loving politics. Politics. Because it, it's, it's... politics. Another... It's just, yeah. It's mad. <laughs> Man, like, DC... More juicy gossip than the bloggers these days. Yeah, facts, bro. Like, they, they, they really have more gossip than the bloggers is these days. Yeah, it's... Oh, mate. It's a shambles for our nation, though, to be looking like this, to like have this kind of, you know, unchecked one-party government, and then mm-hmm. the government that's also like having heavy influence with the media. Mm-hmm. I mean, these ain't even like our own words, or like just like cut the they even just from the accumulation of all the episodes we've done calling out this government of today. This is actually the words of a special government advisor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is appointed by the prime minister. Yeah, uh, something that has never really been done before, like in this mm-hmm. way. <laughs> Having yeah. outside external professionals come in with the aim of pretty much governing unelected and advising on the policies that should go on. And what, yeah. no this practice that hasn't usually been done has brought to light some things that have never really been brought to light before. Yeah. Like, like it's, 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 it's honestly so wild that someone like that, Dominic Cummins, who's been in name and mention, will, would go to the point of having to pretty much get on BBC and do a special panorama explaining how corrupt the government is and why the government is corrupt and then yeah. everyone in their homes and tvs having this direct to their to their seats and still and still it looks like 
thanks to like yeah <sighs> mate what, what what were your thoughts when when that was happening? bro like again to me i thought that i i really really like like other situations and things that happened throughout this you know this year and and subsequently before I really, really, really thought this was the one. I thought this was a nail in a coffin of this Tory government. Yep. I really thought this would be the thing that people will stand up and be like, nah, they are taking the piss. Even if it's not us, the people, at least the media, I thought there would be an onslaught of just calls for the, to the Prime Minister to resign or something, at best. Because, and again, people might think I'm all exaggerating, but like the, the Prime Minister, Special Advisors, come on BBC, this country's bastion of media or whatever, or of, 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 uh, of um, a fair and impartial news, and said that the Prime Minister, well, he should, well first he released, he released WhatsApp messages between himself and the Prime Minister, where the Prime Minister said he thinks the doctors and nurses are lying about the, 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 the cases or the, 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 the pressure they're feeling in hospitals due to the cases of COVID. That, firstly, I'm surprised, wasn't enough for grounds of dismissal. I, I'm so, bro, what, yeah. I don't care what you think about the COVID, like whether you're, you believe it's the, the hype is real, whatever, it doesn't matter. The fact that he's come out and said that, okay, cool, in private messages, that that's something that he even thought. And then he'll come out and be like, we have to clap for the nurses and we have to clap every Thursday for the NHS and all this shit. And then after, when the nurses are asking for pay rises, you know, <laughs> and our nurses also pay rises. He's saying Higgy Hagger and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just thought, like, right, like, surely this is it. Like, surely, like, now we can all see that this is an incompetent and 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 and, and soulless party and soulless government that just don't care about the people who you know have been you know inherit the land. circumstances. How was that? Who inhabit the land? Like, who inhabit the who? Yeah, like the, the <laughs> British right. and yeah, go on. No, I'm just saying, it's, it's just mad, bro. It's just mad to me, like, how... I, I'll be honest, like, I just feel like the response hasn't been as heavy as I expect it to be. Yeah. You know? Facts, 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 facts. The response has been, like, very meagre, to say the least. Like, yeah. very meagre. Like, it's not been something that has had a, like, a reoccurring kind of re re revisited regularly throughout the week or weeks to come. It is it has been definitely one of the biggest scandals that we've seen in political in modern political society so far. Of yeah. course we've been ruled by the Tories for over ten years now, as we've seen Britain continue to sink and sink and sink yeah. in the standings. As long as as far as European countries goes, they're getting lower and lower in terms of their ranking as a mm-hmm. given a superpower just alone in Europe. Yeah. And, you know, you come to question why these things are happening and then you realise this because the Prime Minister doesn't even believe that he should be the Prime Minister. You mm-hmm. realise from Dominic Cummins saying that it's because none of these Prime Ministers they could believe have, were, were elected. They're just, they're phenomenal, they're flabbergasted that mm-hmm. their media manipulation is actually paying off. Mm. And that they actually find themselves in power today. It's like it's, it is ridiculous. Like honestly, and then you know you look at how what what they were speaking about in their group chats, not trusting the NHS, not really appointing people 
to be help, appropriate people to be to help help in charge of the like pe- the people that they've been promoting to their cabinets aren't specialists and don't really have a clue about their realms like the ex health secretary and the current one who who have really different backgrounds and then you see that during the medical crisis they're they're like incompetent and they and they're knowingly incompetent and then again like you said no repercussion what, uh-huh. what's to come of it like what has come of it literally nothing <laughs> just people yep. dying and then they've admitted pretty much now that they're people a lot of people died because of incompetence yeah uh-huh. this again is not enough to put the final screw in the coffin uh-huh. you know yeah and you mentioned you know earlier you know that it, yeah definitely a combination of covid fatigue being uh-huh. being locked down and the all yeah. the information and then also not a direct route for accountability yeah. we all used to be a direct route and that would be in how the opposition party where there used to be someone calling out the from the opposition party what's going on now in a strong yeah. way we now have the issue of the labor party leader hmm. oh bro bro where do we even start with that one man because honestly well should we go back a bit and discuss why we're even bringing my man up yeah so cool Obviously, honourable MP for oh, what's her? Is she the MP for Brent? I yeah. think she's the honourable MP yeah. for Brent. Uh, Dawn Butler. Huh? Yeah, Dawn Butler. Yeah. yeah, Dawn Butler. You know, for you know those who have seen or haven't seen, she made basically she basically just said in in comments that Boris Johnson is a liar. Like literally, use the word liar in comments. Now I don't know about the legalities of what you can and cannot say in in the in the, the comments. But basically, what she said, apparently, you're not allowed to say it. And the speaker, I think it was the deputy speaker of the day, kept telling her, gave her free warnings and told her, like, you know, can you apologise for using the word liar and this kind of stuff? And she's like, why am I apologising for? Like, I, this guy is a liar. He lied to the nation. Like, he lied about a lot of stuff. And it's been proven. So why would I apologise? Anyway, she was asked to remove herself from the comments, which she gladly did, uh, you know. It was actually hold Sorry, What's to, that, sorry. She was asked to retract her statement. Yes, that's it. Or, or, or they'll face further punishment. So yeah. She was told to lie herself. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> it's crazy. It's mad. Like, and the fact that the way that I, I watched the video, like the, the deputy speaker had so much vim for her to retract her statement on something that was a literally true statement that Boris Johnson, the prime minister of this country, is a liar. Like, what's so, like, what's so, like, uh, you know, controversial about that? Like, we know he's a liar. He's been proven to have lied, not only through this, uh, the pandemic, but prior and, and probably constantly, you yeah. know? Like, we, we know this. So let's not, let's not, like, be, like, you know, coy about it. But anyway, so cool. Anyway, you know, she done that. You know, people saw that as a real, like, yeah, like some, you know, a, 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 an MP that's finally saying how, how it is. Because politicians get slack all the time for just being, you know, for being politicians in the sense that, you know, they don't say things how it is. They say things in such a, a way that doesn't really make sense and it confuses the public, but, you know, whatever, whatever. But, you know, so she's come out, she's obviously had admiration from her peers alike. 
you know, the community, not just the black community which he's from, but just the wider British community, because obviously we've all had enough and we've all, we've all can feel, have seen the lies that the Tory government have been told over this Spinning. period. Mm-hmm. So cool. Now it comes to man like Steer, what's the name? Steer? Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer, yep. You are the leader of the opposition, the leader of the Labour Party, the second biggest party in this country. The momentum, like, firstly, we, I think we've had, we've, 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 we've highlighted so many times throughout this whole situation, this whole pandemic, where he's had the, the, the vim, or he's had the ammo, I should say, to yeah. really go at this government. But for some reason, he doesn't, he doesn't pull the trigger. No. And we're all, and we're all confused that way. But like, they just did this and they just done that and they just done that. But, you know, all he ever seems to say when he gets into Parliament is, I agree with the Honourable Prime Minister. I agree with the Honourable Prime Minister. I agree with my Honourable Prime Minister. Is that right? Bro, like the, they, they, it's been like a, it's been a, a, a multitude of fuck-ups. Yet, you seem to not want to use any of those as, 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 as your basis to rip into this government. Mm-hmm. And it baffles people, bro. So cool. So cool. Uh, uh, Dawn Butler has said what she said. Cool. Rightly or wrongly, I don't know if it's, I don't care about the rules in this regard, whatever, whatever. She was to- told to leave. She left. That's it. Is what it is. But she said what she said. And she said she ain't retracting it. Cool. Essentially, to come out and be, you know what? I'm going to back my MP. Again, she's a very popular MP in the party, in the party as well. So you know you would do. She's probably more Corb, Corbynite again. What these titles mean don't really mean nothing. Then she is like a, a Blairite or whatever you want to call it. But instead of you to come out and back her, you said I agree with my my the, the deputy, honourable deputy for her action for for you know asking the honourable minister or whatever, whatever to leave. But I also I also agree with my like it was just it was just a wishy washy statement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like, like what do you get from it? Wishy washy. That was literally the most wishiest washy statement like I've ever heard. Like I agree with the action of the speaker and I agree with 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 Dawn Butler. Literally all the time is that so where do you stand then, Keith? Like with no one yeah. knows where you stand. No one knows to what depth and this agreeing is. No one understands what it is about what you agree with the speaker, what do you agree with about what Dawn said, and how is how are you showing solidarity and what are you showing solidarity for? Like, mm-hmm. what are you mm-hmm. what, what is his ideology? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, what yeah. is his identity? Why is it that he seems to agree with the Tories and everything they do, and he hardly seems to agree with the core base of the Labour Party? You know, yeah. so if that is yeah. the case, isn't he a Tory? Isn't he a Tory minister? Bro, that it sounds like he is. Much, that is pretty much like found his way into leadership of the Labour Party. Yeah, you know, because it can't be found. It's definitely something that is been strategic. You know, even the way, yeah. even the way that um, Jeremy Corbyn was deselected as the leader of the party and the way the campaign that was shot for him was just so insidious and heinous mm-hmm. and it came from the inside of the party and now look at the way the party is moving. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's the party saying now? They've lost their financial funds. They don't. They don't have the funds that they had before, which mm-hmm. which is wild. They're not. They're not in charge. The the funds have been mismanaged. Not only have they lost their funds, they're losing members at a rate of over two hundred and fifty a day, left mm-hmm. right center. And and Keir Starmer now, just as he is the party uh, to launch employment, to launch like employment equality, and to to launch basically a, a campaign to ensure that employment is made more accessible and more fair. He's gone and he's gone and sacked most of he's sacked like a, a, quite a few permanent staff from mm. the party to bring in temporary staff on a te- on temp contracts. Mm-hmm. And pretty much made him redundant whilst he's about to start working on a new employment campaign. Like make it make sense. That like, it just doesn't take a genius to to for for someone to break him down as opposition. Yeah. Like, right. You wonder like what is really going on? Because this is giving me American Tea Party vibes. It's, it really is, bro. And it really is sounds like he's trying to like like you said, destroy the party from within. Because you know, without the Labour Party then we're in fact then living in a one party state. You know, as dramatic and as, as serious as that sounds, we really are because no other party in this country can can go against the, the Tories. It's just not possible. You know, we've now lived under 10 years of Tory rule. Um, you know, okay, co- co- coalitions and stuff as well, but really and truly it's been a majority Tory government. Um, and we just can't realistically see in the near future this late, this late of particular Labour government under the helm of Keir Starmer having any real fight. Like, or, or really, like, given or really having a proper serious goal at any general election, I really just can't see it. I can't. I've seen now that he's appointed um, former uh, spin doctors and 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 uh, aides to uh, Tony Blair and during Tony Blair's campaign, um, he's appointed them to his uh, back backroom staff and stuff. Maybe again to maybe help him help him for any future elections and stuff. But I'll be honest, I think the damage is done. I think it's too late now. I really do. The only, the only thing that he might have going for him is that as a nation, I think people might think, all right, cool, well, we've had a whole, we've had Brexit and a pandemic under this Tory government. And, you know, that both, both things have been exhausting and both things have been traumatic, traumatic in their own kind of ways. Yep. So maybe people might think, well, I guess it's maybe just, just purely it's, it's, it's time for a change. Yeah. So those are your middle of the road, you know, your middle of the road conservatives or your 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 conservative liberals and stuff who who generally vote like maybe Lib Dems or whatever. Um, but they might think, you know what, I'm gonna give my vote to the Labour Party just because we've had ten years of Tory government now and XYZ's happened now. Let's try something new. But I, I just don't think he's as likable. You know, he's obviously a, a, a centrist. Uh, or, or he's obviously um, uh, definitely not as left leading as Jeremy Corbyn. Definitely, and not. obviously, uh, what's that? Sorry, he's definitely not as left. He's definitely not. Yeah, he's definitely not any form of left. <laughs> no, I, I think he's he's all right, bro. He's 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 so he's so right. Even if he tried to turn left, he would keep going right, fam. Because like, yeah, I just like so. 
I really just I just can't see it, bro. I really can't see it. And like I feel like the longer he's at in as as the longer he's the leader of the of the Labour Party, just the more points and the more popularity and the more um uh members that the Labour Party will lose. And it's, it just it just looks like it just keeps coming. It's a non-stop, non-stop lossage for the Labour Labour team right now. Yeah. And having said he, he spent all the reserves as well. Mm-hmm. So like what kind of campaigns are they gonna be hoping to hold? Like the, what why it's important is because in a democracy there should be choice. Yeah. That's what there should be. The, the requirement is to have that kind of choice. And the requirements of a democracy is for power to be checked. The checks mm-hmm. and balances are key, key, key instrument in a mm-hmm. democracy. And where these checks and balances come from within a British government is the fact that they have two separate houses, yeah? They have a media. So yeah, they have a media. They have in the, in the house where, where majority of the power is consolidated, they have opposing parties that, mm-hmm. that keep each other in check so that these parties are making policies that are best for society today and not just based on their ideals, yeah? The House of Lords has pretty much been bought by the Tory party. Pretty much, yeah. Often for peerage. So the House of Lords now is was already for a long time it was was quite scandalous where people Mm -hmm. were buying peerage. Pretty much. And that has already superseded itself and has already happened way prior to this lockdown, early on early on into Tory into Tory leadership rule cool. so the House of Lords is pretty much lost as a it was already lost from the get go but now it's even more lost <laughs> yeah. yeah cool the media is another channel of checks and balances the media as we know has already been captured and ransacked like in terms of the BBC like the BBC we know already has been repeat, has repeatedly and been accused of being very biased and very one-sided and not showing and, and not highlighting enough objective point of view in terms of journalism. So we've kind of, in a way, the media is losing its integrity as a, as a, as a powerful checker of politicians. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the opposition party. And we've just spoken about just how just how insufficient and inadequate the opposition that has been brought about by Keir Starmer has been. Uh-huh. So then it begs to differ. So where is this these checks and balances in today's in today's society? You know, in Britain, and it goes to show you that they're being withered away, being attacked and corrosed by this by this Tory government. Yeah. You know, and it's like, if, like, yeah, it's, it's now at the point where we can see that the Tories are pretty much doing whatever it is they want. Even yeah. in the face of all the expose, exposures of a lot of the, the faults with the privatisation, with the way that these contracts have been given out, we see yet again more and more contract ideas being drawn up. I mean, yeah. Just the other day, I saw that Boris Johnson wants to 
pretty much start a scheme where they trace how much people eat and how much they yes. eat. Yes. I mean, wow. Then to go along with the, and then to at the same time be proposed at the same time as a COVID passport, at the same time putting this together with tackling people on, um, it's not just COVID passport, and then it's, um, so you've got the COVID passport, you've got, uh, you've got the, the tracing what people are eating yeah. and, and what exercises they're doing. Uh-huh. There was another, I'm sure there was another, another policy, uh, another special policy to cut. Oh, well, it's not the, what's good? No, not the one on the journalists, the one that journalists can be imprisoned for up to 14 years for posting yeah. basically... Pretty much. Right to, yeah, that that yeah. one, that one still, yeah. bro. I, I I don't know. I, I don't even know how they can even try to get away with something nonsense like that. And early on this year, they already put in the 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 tried to put in through these laws to ban protesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what in the yeah. name of authoritarianism is this, bro? Like, come on, if that's not authoritarianism, then I don't know what it is. Like, I really, really don't like, bro. I'm telling you now, that law. That fourteen-year law jail sentence for for any journalist. I swear, if that happened in Africa somewhere, if or, or, or Asia or any other, or Russia or China, in Iran, they, what Iran? Mm-hmm. They would the the, the 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 Western media, the government would go ham. They're like, oh, the human rights offences. I'm sure that even the PM would make a statement, bro. Because this is that is mad. I, I, I again, sometimes when I see when I see like. Uh, on on um on Instagram or, or or news feeds and stuff, things about like the, what the Home Secretary Pretty Patel what's the past and stuff. That surely this is like surely is banter. Like this isn't true or like a yeah. massive rumor. Like this can't be something that she's trying to really pass. Like it doesn't make sense for this democracy as well. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all, bro. It's like, and the way that they can just do it with ease. It's just like back, back to back, back to back, back to back, just hitting. And they're being allowed to do it as well. They're being allowed with ease, with ease. And then on top of that, they're now looking to make him weaken, like at least, you know, quite a strong chunk of Britain again by demo- by lowering the universal credit that they've been. Yeah like um, subsidies that they've been given, which is already at a breaking peak low, uh-huh. you know, and they want to make it even worse. And I'm saying, I'm looking at them, like using all of these austerity measures to tackle the financial deficit that was caused by pretty much bankers, <laughs> by the private sector. Yeah. And they are using austerity to to they're using public spending to bankroll getting out of out of that out of um the financial deficit but the deficit's just getting bigger and bigger uh-huh. it's not actually working yeah and they're actually saying they're actually passing on all of the debt that they've recently accumulated again onto the taxpayer and they're actually talking about what well, i think are they talking about increasing national insurance yeah, they're going to increase it by, I, I don't know, well, they're saying they're going to increase it. I don't know if the reason why is saying so that we can pay for their NHS's pay rise or something like that. But again, which I think is bullshit, but the the, the, the increase of national insurance is obviously going to affect poor people the most. 
because yeah, yeah you're you know you're 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 billionaires and other rich people whatever will be able to pay for that extra on a couple of hundred pounds of it is a year where that can cripple some most poor families mm-hmm. in the uk and so, so you know again it's 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 taking the focus away from where we like we all know who needs to be taxed a bit more and again i'm not necessarily you know one of the people like oh we need to tax the rich and all this kind of stuff like in some mad mad way but there's obviously it's clear that there's people in this society that are not paying their fair share of taxes and they've been allowed to get away with pay, not paying their fair share of taxes for far too long mm-hmm. you know and then now but obviously the, the way this government works is they do something else to distract you to make you think oh, okay well yeah if we're all going to get taxed that's fair but it's not necessarily fair if we all get taxed exactly. you know it's like it's like it's like ugh, i don't know it's like you don't you know we we we, we, we in in um oh what's the best what's the best example mm. uh, is, is it like almost trying to just make everybody run the same race regardless regardless of their like the, of their ability <laughs> yeah like, pretty much paralympic athlete will yes athlete. perfect example yeah and just saying yep Nope, just tough it out, race, let's go. Yeah, that's it, go. It's, it's, yeah. But obviously they've, they've done it in a way that the, their, their voter base would be like, see, that's fair, that's fair for the Tories. Everyone pays the same. We all going to have it. We're all going to be, we're all in this together, but we're not all in this together. Mm-hmm. When Marcus Rashford had to go out there and, and, and raise funds to feed children, clearly we're not all in this together. That's the thing, like, there's, when was the last time there was, like, there's not many initiatives like Marcus Rashford would get the most out in last in last year in it. It was Marcus Rashford yeah. that gave that, that support charities the most. So where is the yeah. where is this strategy yeah. where the rich will step in and provide charitable opportunities for for people? Pretty much is what what was said right in their yeah. story ideology. So where is this happening? Because like they 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 they're waiting for a footballer to step in and give the most out of everyone. Like, is the our footballers the richest now? It's so mad, bro. Hold that, Mark Rashford, though, because he yeah. said that in the Times, they said that he gave one hundred and twenty-five percent of his his wealth yeah. to charity last year. Yeah. Most of that's, his <laughs> that's most like the most. That's all of his wealth, pretty much. Oh, that's yeah. That's crazy, bro. Hold that, Mark Rashford, man. It's it's weird, like. That that they have to, they have to, that that has to be done by yeah. Marcus Rashford, yeah. And it's not like, and it's like cool. It's like okay, cool. So what is our no one asks what is our government doing? Then? Mm-hmm. You know, no one asks. Okay, so so Marcus Rashford is doing doing that. So who else is doing that? What mm-hmm. JP Morgan doing that? What about mm-hmm. the owners of? The, like you know the big corporation that we have in the UK that mm-hmm. are pretty much set up based camp here what about what, 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 what they're on who, who are, yeah I'm trying to say like what, yeah yeah what are they doing who's doing what no one's doing no one's doing fuck all like <laughs> just more yeah. or more bankrolling and mm-hmm. less and less giving it doesn't yeah. even seem like it doesn't even seem like Britain's a wealthy country at this point no so, and at this it doesn't point, at this point, it doesn't seem like Britain wants to invest in their people and the, the people make up the world. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's like, okay, so what are you going to invest in? Robots. That's that's what it looks like. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Nah, that's true, bro. It's like, what are they wasting? What is it that what's what this? If you can't, you know, if you can't put your hand in your your, your the, the government funds to, pay, to feed children, then what are you? What are you waiting for? Yeah. Like, what are you waiting for? And who who are you pushing to do this again? Like, who's the next scapegoat? Who's the next? Oh yeah, we're gonna use this company instead. Do you know what I'm trying to say? What's the next? Yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's the strategy? What is the aim? Because, yeah. like I said, they're using austerity to get us out of this financial deficit that we're in. But it's only yeah. getting bigger, and they don't—they mm-hmm. don't have a plan. Their plan are just saying, "Yeah, we're going to do the cuts, cuts," but they're not saying anything about bringing in wealth. No. All we're seeing is them giving out contracts. Bro, big contracts as well. Not some big contracts for inferior goods and inferior PPE and inferior services and inferior everything. Honestly, this pandemic has been one of the biggest transfers of wealth in history. And I'm telling you, I say it all the time, we're going to look at the whole thing in a couple of years' time, maybe, maybe next year, maybe 10 years' time, maybe 30 years' time, they're going to study this in economics and stuff. It'd be like, what was like the, the, the pandemic of 2020? What did that mean for British society? And the, the handling of it, whether it's from, from the health aspect to the financial aspect, you know, to all these different aspects of it, they're going to look at it. And people are going to be like, oh, furlough, furlough. But I think furlough, again, as good as it was, distraction. Because the big thing was they were paying out 200 billion or million pounds or whatever it was for things like masks and stuff yeah. to companies that their friends just set up and their friends have no business, have never had any business even selling masks or whatever it was that they were selling. But all of a sudden, pandemic happened. Oh, yes, yes, we're in the mask business. Oh, great, yes, here's 200 million, and please provide us with masks. And then all the masks that happened to come are all inferior. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, it's li- li- I'm, we're going to look at it and we're going to be right. Like, you know what? You, you know, the kids of, or the, 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 the adults of 2040 or whatever, are going to be like, right, like, our parents are idiots or... Or, 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 or whatever, like how can they let the government just go, 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 go ahead and just do whatever they want to do unchecked like that? Yeah. You know, it's mad, bro. It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. You know, I, I just remember my old boss telling me, Britain is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. We just have a better way of hiding it and 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 and, and disguising it. That's all it is. Yeah. And he's, an, he's like, you know, he's a you know a native English person of this country, like, you know. You say all the time, it's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. The government's one of the most corrupt countries. The government, the most one of the most corrupt in the world. We just have a better way of hiding it. You yeah. know, we know how to do things through through tender and stuff like that. Yes, you know, we had a fair tender, legal. T- we have had fair tender for all different different corporations. Yet the friend that you went to university with, who usually works in uh, uh, maybe car imports, all of a sudden now sells PPE. So you're going to give him 250 million to go and do that PP. Like, come on, bro. Like, we're not idiots, man. Bro, what's going on? <laughs> it's mad, bro. Honestly, the more I talk about it, bro, the more I think that like, I can't even believe this is a real thing. Like, it's a real thing that's happening, bro. Honestly. It's a real mockery still. It's a real, real mockery because, like, like obviously, we've seen that the reality of it is that, and no, the reality of it is that, yep, everything was awful. Yet they're still out here practicing that same, that same same behavior unchecked and 
un, unarranged, and that and that's what it goes back down to. Without the right opposition, what is this is going to be the the what is going to happen again? And now, yeah. what are we saying? When's the next election? Twenty twenty four, I think, or twenty twenty three. Yeah. And then, and then, what can we do? How, how, how is that looking like to be prepared? Do you know, bro. Right <laughs> now, you know the 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 the, the most the most um, uh, uh, crazy or the most exciting thing that probably happened from now to then is that maybe maybe Boris Johnson might step down as prime minister, or he might actually get ousted by his party. But I don't think so. I think he might step down and say, "No, look, I've done COVID and I've done Brexit, so I'm going to step down." And they're going to put someone out and maybe might, you know, if they want to play the game properly, they might do like a Sajid Javid or, or, um, or, or Priti Patel maybe, so that we can have, or, or Rishi Sunak, so we can have our first ethnic minority prime minister. But then I think the true colours of this country will come out again. And, uh, you know, the, the solid conservative voter base probably won't vote for them because they're not white. So I don't know. I think that's going to be the most, that's going to be the, the, the next big talking point. And I remember, I'm happy we've actually we've got this on record now. So in 2024, we'll come back and we'll see if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, see how it looks, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see, bro. It's a strong one. It's a, that's a strong prediction, yo. Strong. <laughs> oh god. That one. See how that continues to pan out. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, I believe. Do that. Do that. Do that.